Hi, hope everyone. My name is Root, and welcome back to GG Over Easy Podcast. In today's episode, we talk about Kenobi, all things Kenobi, spoilers as well. There will be a time where we say, hey, we're about to talk spoilers and then tell you a time to skip if you don't want to listen to it. Otherwise, if you do want to listen to it, boom, you got it. We talk about um, the greatest scam in the world. We talk about uh, Destiny 2 doing DMCAs, getting sued by Bungie. We talk about the Jon Snow Game of Thrones sequel. We talk about uh, video juegos. Blue has COVID. Um, and other things. So enjoy this episode and let's get into it. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast, episode 138. In today's episode, it's your boys. All three of us were here. We've been scattered, but just like... Sauron, just, we've gotten all the the rings. Just like Mordor, all three of us convened at the top of the mountain. I'll be Smeagol. <laughs> I'll be the ring. Throw okay. me in. I'll be the no. finger that gets that gets bitten off. Okay, I was thinking more Sam and uh, Frodo, but <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, I was thinking about. I can. I'll be Sam and Frodo at the same time. You stack them <laughs> together. That's me. Um, so yeah, we've got some stuff to talk about. We'll be getting into Kenobi. I don't know if we want to do like just Kenobi now to get out of the way or save it till the end or just for like, because it will be spoiler. Spoiler. We will give a heads up. Real quick though, 
before we go into Kenobi. Let me hear it. I wasn't here last week. Yeah. And you guys know why I wasn't here last week? I I think I know. Yeah, it's because I didn't wake up in time because I'm stupid. That's oh. pretty much it. Yeah, there was nothing to it. Oh, I was going to be I also got COVID on Monday. Do you know where you got <laughs> it from? <laughs> Yay! Congrats. Uh, so I was visited by a significant other, and uh, oh. I happened to take a flight. Uh, 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 on that flight back, on that flight back, I had a feeling I was going to catch COVID, okay? <laughs> um, just feel it. No, I had a feeling because there was this uh, very nice Caucasian lady. Really nice, uh, very talkative. Could have been my uh, mom. Wouldn't stop talking to me. <laughs> had my headphones in. And at some point, I was even like, hey, uh, had a long day. I'm just trying to listen to my tunes. Shut the hell up. Yeah, exactly. I was <laughs> oh, like, my God. I said I was nice. I was like, I'm just trying That's to listen nice. to my tunes and get home. I just want to get home and go to sleep. You know, I had like a two hour, not even, I had like a three hour layover in Houston. Oh. And so I was like, I don't I just want to go home and sleep. So, so, um, yeah, very nice, very nice white woman, you know. A lot of, <clears throat> so though, or. A lot of, a lot of. <clears throat> or she, was she was like, <clears throat> not just saying it, she was spitting it, spraying it. She was really, the worst part is she really was really sweet, but I was just like, oh my God. I I don't care if people say I look ridiculous. In a plane, I will always have a mask. Like for the rest of my life, even like before the pandemic, I always wanted to wear a mask. Anybody that wore a mask in a plane before, I was like, smart man. Like, you're fucking smart. Like, I just don't know where to find those. <laughs> like, and well, now everyone why. still, everyone now gives me looks because I'm the only person now that just, where it still wears a mask everywhere, but it did. I haven't been sick, and I don't know how long, man. And it's pretty cool. It's cool. Uh, yeah, fruit just gets sick at other things. Yeah, I was gonna say I used to. I used all to be his, like a walking his... sickness. That's just what I was. He's, he's not really a sickness. He's a walking injury prone. Yeah, true. I already got enough going on. You know what I'm saying? Which, so which when did you start me... feeling it first? Like in in the throat, or oh, go ahead. What reminds you? Oh, not just, like I just got an ultrasound yesterday trying to figure out more issues. If you're but, pregnant? Yeah. Like, I don't know, Doc. Something's kicking. No, it's my Did they thyroid, say, but... with my ultrasound, they're like, yeah, pretty unremarkable. And I was like, you're yeah. pregnant. No, I still got to get checked up on. But I did it like two years ago, and they thought there might have been like tumors. No tumors. So that's the good news. You like that. But I, there's still something wrong. So. What are you going to do? They just pay thousands of dollars. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, no, your yeah, copay yeah. is eight million. Okay, sick, dude. Like, I love this country. What I paid for. Uh, but yeah, I just uh, I was like, okay, please stop talking to me on this flight. That would be really nice. Just don't do a, that. Houston to San Antonio got to be what, maybe a thirty minute flight, if that, like forty five. Oh, hundred percent. But the way that's Southwest all it took. works. The way Southwest <laughs> is like, man, I don't know how the hell. See, the worst part is, it's like I didn't talk to anybody. I waited on Houston, you know, picked up my bottle of water. I was like, all right, we'll just sit here, browse Twitter, look at some shit posts. You know, Classic we'll, we'll make it, we'll make it, we'll make it. And of course, the one person I talked to is just 
<laughs> man. Well, and uh, sure. well, she didn't cough like <laughs> that's actually me, but <laughs> like Southwest, Southwest, you pick your own seats, correct? Oh yeah, and I try to go as far back as in the back as possible, so I don't talk to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I picked a winner. Yeah, I was. I was. I'm gonna be honest. I was very surprised I didn't catch anything at GCX. I took. Yeah, I even took like a test when I got home. Was negative. Uh, then took one like three days later and was still negative. Cause oh wait, does that so does that make me the first of us three to get COVID? Unless so, we. Yeah. We've, I mean, unless like I was asymptomatic yeah. or something at one point in my life. I wouldn't life. be surprised if Rob was asymptomatic. But Way to yeah, pop I mean, your I, uh, COVID tray. Yeah, I truly uh, God truly didn't feel anything. And then, like, oh, I was asking Blue, like, where you first felt it? Because, like, when I get sick, like, the roof of my mouth, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, gets super, it gets, like, airy and dry. Like, that's when I know, like, we're fucked. So, yeah, so. I definitely first felt it uh, as like a sore throat. And usually for me, sore throats are like, uh, they'll go away, you know, by the time I wake up. Uh, this one did not. So when I woke up the next day, I want to say all Saturday I had a sore throat. And then Sunday, uh, Sunday I, and I got home on Thursday, so. Yeah, that COVID just so seems Sunday, like the worst. So Saturday I had a sore throat. Sunday, Sunday I was like, people are not joking about that the 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 headache, the haze, the COVID haze, uh, like I the brain fog or whatever. I kid you not. It feels like I got hit by a cod stun grenade IRL, <laughs> and I was just watching the CS flash. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The CS flash, well, not a flash. CS has stun grenades where you're like, bing. It yeah, it's a flash grenade. That's too yeah, but the more like the COD stun grenade. Okay, I see. Like, oh, you're a little bit like, like oh, oh. And, uh, life uh, finds a way. Yeah, that 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 was fun. That was awful. That sucked. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, Sunday was really my only day where I was like really sick. Uh, cause the haze was gone by Monday. Uh, I still had a little headache, still had a little sore throat. And, uh, honestly by yesterday I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm probably like 90%. Uh, and then today I still have a little cough. Uh, still have, are you like, throat. are you like quarantined in from like your roommates and stuff like that? Yeah. Your boy's quarantined out of the wazoo. So DoorDash is life right now. Uh, when everyone goes to sleep, I put on my little mask and I go out into the <laughs> looking like a little gremlin. Uh, Everything looks like the upside down world. What do I have? What can I eat right now? Uh, I'll DoorDash, you know, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, it's really not that bad. Uh, this is, uh, this is your boy's, uh, reminder. Make sure you guys get vaccinated. So you're telling me you believe in all that shy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that shoy, bro. Uh, my shun guys did the trick. Too, as so. the vistas chain you, bro. All the, all the stones you were rubbing on your skin really helped you out there. Yeah, really. It's despite my connection everything, wasn't that bad. Nature. The Lipton tea, the secret. Oh, my secret. Chinese healing tea. Uh, that really helped. My, uh, my warm Lipton tactics. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's funny. I was sick for well, a couple days. Uh, well, I guess... Not really sick for a couple days. It was literally Sunday. I was like, yeah, I got COVID. Yeah, this sucks. 
Well, well, I'm, doing, oh, you're just, feeling I'm, I'm feeling okay. And then today, you know, still nursing a minor cough. That's mostly because my mouth is dry and uh, my voice is uh, not 100%. But you know what? Otherwise, I could go outside, take a shit in, in the, the, in the grass, <laughs> and I wouldn't feel tired at all. I'd be like, hell yeah, brother. Uh, I just did that. One with nature. I said it's funny, but it's really not funny. Uh, when you said you had COVID, my mom had tested positive for COVID that morning. Uh, and she was driving back from Oklahoma with COVID. And she ended up having to stay uh, in like a hotel room for like four or five days because her boyfriend was getting a surgery on Thursday. So the last thing they needed was for him to be like compromised and reschedule. A, like, because right. that shit is expensive. Like, he's a nurse. And still doing all that stuff is expensive. Like, nobody wins. Oh, okay. Uh, healthcare rant. I went on one kind of the other way, but I have another one because I because I'm Go learning on. things. Because I'm learning. <laughs> no, you want to know what I think is the biggest scam in the whole world? Health what? insurance, uh, for one. But the fact that my eyes and my teeth require a separate—that's not your health, dude. Yeah. That right. that like doesn't make sense to me. Like why why? Other than just being like, oh money. Like, you know, like there is yeah. no reason my eyes and my teeth should require a completely separate thing from the healthcare that I it Don't doesn't remember, make any dude, I, I was so uh, fucking pissed. Your birth certificate had your body, your eyes, your teeth. Like that's how they break you down. There's three parts. Oh, dude. You know? The, you know the best part about that too is my normal healthcare is like I was I don't think I was late once, and then well, I mean the one time I was late on my payment I was late like two days, you know, hey, two days happened? showing up like where's the money? In those two days, uh, my dental got canceled for the year, God, because man. I was late for two days, and I was like what. I was like, what? my main one, y'all, yo, y'all, my main one, I, I've had for about six months, and I haven't, I haven't been late once. It was two days, and then, yeah. and then the, my my rep for my dental was just like, yeah, I'm sorry, that's just how it works. Like, yeah, you were late two days. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna cancel your dental for the rest of the year. And I was like, I'm sorry. All right. I was All literally right, like on the phone with like somebody like talking, and they're like. So I was like, I said, oh, with this health insurance, I was like, well, how does that do with like dental and like uh, vision and stuff? And they go, oh, you want dental and vision? Okay, so with dental and vision, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you there. You're telling me because like oh, I got different. my eyes are all right, and you know, uh, and I had daddy, you know, I had daddy insurance when I had my whole mouth stuff, so I didn't really get to see that. Um, and like I have like two fake teeth that like at some point. I'll have to go in and like get replastered or whatever like that. But I got the one that is like in like 20 years type of thing. Uh, but I just couldn't believe it, dude. I was fucking furious because I'm looking and stuff. I'm learning being an, uh, an adult. And I was just thinking about you, just Christian with someone who has just terrible eyes, like what that must be like. And now all these teeth problems. Oh, true. Your jaw like, and all jaw, that. Yeah. Which, where does that fall under? Does that fall under dental? Or it can does that fall, fall under everything. It's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It can fall both dental and it can fall under health. It's usually dental, which of course isn't covered. And then the best part is um, like my dental, we look and anything TMJ oriented, they don't cover, which is. What is TMJ related? Like jaw related? 
things. The turbular, or it's like tur- tur- turbo muscular jaw. It's, it's, it's so funny that you just like that. The no, tubes. we're not covering that. Like, no. Yeah, so I, I started looking. I was like, what does my dental cover? Uh, I canceled it because essentially nothing. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's not helping me with any of this. It's like, we'll Literally give you a cheaper copay, kind of. No, I, I was like doing nothing. So I was like, okay, screw this, dude. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it doesn't come. That, and then my eyes are terrible. And then what, just my health in general is, is, a, is an enigma. Like, it's, I just, I, I, I was shocked. I could not believe it. I was like, Almost appalled. I was like, "Well, I never remember mind." You talking to me too? The because like, you were like, "Blue, how does healthcare work?" Oh yeah, I, I had no it clue. Was like, how do I? So what do I look for? Like, I'll like, be real with you, Chiefs. Things. I mean, people listening, you don't got to know that Twitch don't got health benefits. I so you know, I've been uh, I've Jeffy been riding B so low. No. I've been riding so low for a little bit here, and, and I was uh, just I was just describing the normal things like, oh yeah, well you know, there's a couple different like diesel. These will cover like this is how much your copay will be. This is like how much you'll pay and if you go to the ER. Uh, and then even about, then, Rob was like, that. "What a hold up! I can I can do his I can do his um his vernacular here. Okay, what a fucking scam, dude! Like healthcare is like a fucking scam, man. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> what I really two hate. Robs in the call. And then what I hate too is the uh, blue was telling me like yeah, and then you'll have to wait till like November to like have an open thing it's like an open market where they show you everything but you only have two months to do that like from like november to like january and then if you don't get in the cutoff dates there or something you're not in the open marketplace or something like that for a thing i don't even know what that fucking means yeah so then you can't like it means you literally can't apply for healthcare unless you have like a specific life event like you move uh you have like a, a serious illness that requires you to get health care like uh very specific i'm I'm waiting for the twitch benefits man i like i'll tell you what they say hey you run three ads every three minutes uh (laughs) we'll uh give you health care i'm slamming that ad button all right let me see yeah half of your stream is ads that's health care (laughs) baby yeah okay that's what i gotta do uh but i just i just that just a little side tangent as i start learning more about health care and stuff it sucks. What are you gonna do? Yeah, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's getting crippling debt. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Just yeah, live the rest of your life trying to pay off. Yeah. Do what everybody student, else does. Student loan, just... medical loans, loans. You know how it is. Um, just bail me out. Come on. <laughs> speaking of lifelong things, is Kenobi possibly the last installment in the Skywalker saga? That's a good. That's a good question. Probably Speaking not, of, but... spoiler talk for Kenobi starts now. And yeah, ends we'll give you whatever. Like, we'll start talking. Yeah. We'll give you a buffer about a minute though before we actually start talking spoilers. I'll try and edit back in when it ends. Um, you can hop I'll, back I'll, in if you I'll don't want spoilers right for Kenobi. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your spoiler warning for Kenobi. If you don't want to hear spoilers about the Kenobi Disney Plus TV series, skip ahead. Specifically, skip to the hour and two minute mark. I repeat, the hour and two minute mark. It is safe. I love you. So Kenobi just uh, finished. The season finale was this past Wednesday. Six episodes. Bada bing, bada boom. They're done. Um, Initial impressions go. I guess for two things. Series as a whole and then the finale. Uh, I'll go quick. 
Uh, I'm, si- I'm sick of the six episode thing. What is up with that? Like, why do we have six episodes for everything now? I hate this Game of Thrones trend. Like, Peaky Blinders is six episodes, but I feel like they get it in enough in those six episodes. Okay, well, the uh, difference is Peaky Blinder episodes are an hour long. True. Uh, I just, I'm sick of these six hour or six episode things where you don't truly give it like what I think it needed. Uh, I mean, first impressions, pretty unremarkable, pretty like, like the series or the never finale? got, uh, both. both? Okay. Um, I mean, I thought the finale was cool, but I mean, it wasn't like, I need to go tweet about this type of thing. Uh, but it was like, all right. Um, just. There are a lot of a lot of low points and then a few like high points, but then just immediately like right back down. Um, like I said, the whole Leia chase scene may have been the worst scene I've ever seen in any sort of medium in television. I don't know about ever. Okay, it was not that bad. Yeah, I don't know about I, it was, I was. It was bad. Something worse, real quick, but. I mean, it was bad, uh, but I could definitely find you something worse. Yeah. If we're talking about like the Star Trek fight with the dude, Captain Kirk (laughs) and the alien, like maybe that. But that's also done in the 1960s. You know, like that can get a pass for me. Uh, This gets no pass. Um, I also like the Grand Inquisitor's kind of storyline. I don't get her storyline. You mean Reba? Yeah. in, In the terms of like her art like okay she's a bad guy but then kenobi's like but i know you're chasing him okay now i'm gonna kill darth vader in this really unadvantageous area okay darth vader turns out he knows and then she's like good because she wants to kill him but then she wants to go and kill a kid that he did to her well, she's but then- ne- she was she was never good until she accepted that's not who she was she wanted to kill vader because she wanted revenge and because she was fueled by revenge, she was always dark side. Just because oh. she wanted to kill Vader doesn't didn't inherently make her bad. Because she admitted she did a lot of terrible things uh, as an Inquisitor. But yeah, just because she wanted to kill the big bad, you know, that didn't make her good. But then she wants to kill uh, Luke, which is like what because she's she like wants to ki- because she wants to kill the lineage essentially. Okay, that's just. it was all right like that side of the like and then but i didn't get like she kills the alien dude and then it's like alien dude is back he's actually okay like it just didn't make any sense and like it just seems super lazy that like she's like i'm gonna kill him and then like kills him oh you're the grand inquisitor now but uh we're working on the real grand inquisitor in the back just in case because we know you're about to turn on fader or something uh I will say good things about the good things, some positives. Uh, I do like the casting of Leia. I think she's awesome and was one of the actual great, great baby Leia. Yeah, actually, like one of the I actually caught like myself choking up in the finale when her and Kenobi had that like interaction and stuff. Like I liked that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I really liked. I thought it was cool, like the force grab of the ship type of thing for that vader did that was cool uh i thought it was weird that like he does it and then like all of a sudden the other ship's like peace dude like you didn't see this one <laughs> like Duke. yeah 
Um, it was clever, though. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, yeah, I mean, just very unremarkable. Like, if this never came out, I would, like, I've always, I would probably be like, oh, we need a Kenobi, like, like everybody else was. But now, stop. Sometimes we, we think we want what we want, but we don't. Oh, you know? well, I, well, my first impression, I wanted this. And I got what um, I wanted. I mean, I, I, I wanted it. I thought it was it. really good. I That's thought it was nice. really good. I thought it had its moments of being super slow. And I think the content we got, they honestly could have just made that like a pretty damn good two hour movie of it. I think, I think Instead this is of one of those six things. Episode, yeah. This is what the opposite of, of where you see a movie and you're like, that would have played better as a show. Exactly. Yeah. I, but in this case, it was like you took a movie and Maybe stretched it episodes. out. Yeah. Where it yeah, could. I never thought movie. about that. You're totally right. This could have been an absolute banger two-hour movie, but there was so much meandering. Um, it it definitely felt like the the six episodes revolved around <clears throat> around two specific episodes, which is episode three. Uh, when, when in uh, they when meet each other. Vader yeah. and Kenobi meet for the first time, and, then the and like Vader's like, "Yeah, I still fucking hate you." Uh, and then obviously the finale, which was great. Like I love the finale. Um, yeah. I think for me, the reason I like the show so much is because it really revolved around the characters and not so much the spectacle. And I think for a lot of people that would come off as very disappointing. Um, but I would say I think the last episode definitely had a lot of spectacle to it in a way that Star Wars fans like. But for me, it just, I don't know, exploring the characters in a way, like exploring Kenobi and ha- and like really deepening the connection we have with him and his character and how he dealt with his own guilt and trauma of losing his brother um even seeing vader even seeing parts of anakin and vader i feel like this series really helped connect anakin to vader (coughs) in a way that wasn't there before like i could really see anakin i could really see hayden christensen as vader now you know what i mean like did you watch clone wars blue yeah, I watched it, okay. and I always saw, and they always did a really good job of connecting Vader that way. Yeah, like, I've in never the live seen action. It. I don't think I don't think I ever really fully got that from the live action, and in this one, I really felt like we've got like a, a true, like okay, yeah, holy shit. Did uh, I don't know if you Anakin saw like is Anakin is Vader like they did like this really cool detail there in that fight that like, if you look really close, you can see like his eye turning yellow as like, he's like looking at Obi-Wan. It was like really, it's like him truly. I felt like it was him actually turning into Darth Vader rather than the whole no thing. I think I did a way better job of like converting him type of thing. It's just, I think for me, it's the small details of, of like, uh, like Ahsoka seeing his right eye. And Obi-Wan seeing his left because the two closest Whoa. people, the two people who knew him the best saw two different eyes. And when they both looked into his eyes, they both saw, okay, Anakin's really gone. Yeah, I like how he calls oh, him Darth wow. when he leaves. He's like, yeah, that was the most disrespectful. 
that was like a little bit of i love it's that Jay. part too because it was like a little bit of like ah, see it darth whatever the fuck your name is like, yeah, like <laughs> bum <laughs> well but i really liked it i would explore the characters in a way that i didn't expect from obi-wan I, I know a lot of people wanted like obi-wan jesus christ the movie the, the story but like i thought this was really good the messiah like <laughs> in giving us the the connection from obi-wan the jedi to obi-wan the sage we got to see like a very a still a still a still in the <clears throat> not fully fleshed darth vader who still still got some some of the faults of anakin and obviously still has all the revenge uh from anakin uh i liked reva's arc uh leia was great <coughs> except for uh, second episode we need to talk about that dude i uh what's the planet she lives on again alderaan or something that's alderaan. the coolest planet that i've ever seen I, planet, I, I fucked right? the empire for blowing that shit up yeah fuck that shit and then um i will say the only thing that did take me out a little bit was man everyone just surviving fucking gut stabs in this franchise now yeah like, <laughs> Reva, you mean Reva, Darth Vader? Reva, Reva just, just has three holes in her chest, right? <laughs> One from when she was a kid, and two from now, and she's just like, oh, "Yeah, this sucks, but I'll be okay." <laughs> oh, uh, I was gonna say you haven't seen um, much. It, it just came out on HBO a little while ago. It's like, uh, uh, I don't know. I can never remember his name. Why, Whitey Taikiti? Why can't what the fuck? <laughs> I can't even remotely get close to his name. You know who I'm talking about, right? Tech Waititi? Yeah. Uh, he did, like, this pirate show. But there's this funny little thing where he was, like, showing people. Um, he's gotten stabbed, like, endless times. Um, and, that, yeah, I've learned the art. So he, like, he'll someone will go to stab him, and he jumps into it in the right spot in his stomach so that it avoids everything. And I like to think that's what Reva's just gotten really good at. <laughs> like, oh, no. Dude, <laughs> honestly... And that was the only thing that took me out. I was like, damn, everyone just be surviving guts. Like Darth Vader literally double stabbed you and you're just like, what's this thing? And I was like, come on. <laughs> come oh, yeah. On. She like drags over like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on, man. Well, you're right. I, you know what like... I thought was going to happen, dude? I was so scared that this was going to happen. So, you know, when she's like carrying Luke. Okay. I thought Luke was dead. I thought she was going to do the force healing thing and put her for, I was terrified. I was like, don't do that, please. Cause then it'll just cheapen everything that's ever happened in star Wars ever. So I was glad that didn't happen. I will say there was one line that hit me right. My little meow meow was right at the end of Reva's arc. And she said, and she just looks at Kenobi and she's like, have I become him? And I was like, Oh fuck. Sad. Right in my heart, dude. He's like, yeah. <laughs> no. Kind of. Kind of. You did kind of try to kill a kid, but you didn't. So you know what? You're good. That's an A+. Plus. That's an A+. Plus for me. Well, honestly, the part two where it helped um, merge Anakin and Darth Vader and like Hayden Christensen and everything... Was I think probably one of the best scenes in all Star Wars, in my oh, opinion. Yes, yes, yes. Was when he had his mask half off and he's sitting there and his voice is going between him and James Earl Jones oh, and it's like rasping. Such good audio design. It was such good audio and then powerful because like 
I will say they did a good job of like bridging because A New Hope was made way back then and not yeah. prepared for what it was going to mm-hmm. be. So like they did a good like Obi-Wan leaving and calling him Darth, which still doesn't really make sense because it's like it's a title. It's not his name, but in A New Hope, that's just what Ben said. So they're like, just call him Darth. So it makes sense. And so I think they did a good job of like some fanfare and that end to like Bridget, especially when he was like, um, you didn't kill Anakin. Like I killed Anakin Skywalker. Um, but then the whole, his whole, um, speech and then not only the audio design, but the, um, the way that they were doing it, you can see whenever, um, he was going in between light and dark and it was Anakin and Darth Vader you would see more of the hue of Obi-Wan's lightsaber blue. And then when he was like losing it more, it became more red of his lightsaber. If JJ Abrams got anything right, it's that the lens flare from the actual lightsaber color. It was, that whole scene was And then he's like, don't say my, I'll destroy. And then he's just red lightsaber. It's like, oh. Um, And then it's funny, I was reading though on um, the Star Wars subreddit, which is like where they just go deeper. And that's the stuff where it's like, oh, I didn't know. They're like, dude, it was so cool to see him open up with form stance three. And then he ended with <laughs> form five. And I'm like, ah, yes, I'm a normie, man. <laughs> but um, it there's, was there's interesting. so many small details they really put in. That whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I you, really loved it. My, okay, my only complaint. Where's the dual fates? Okay. They do it in the trailer, oh, okay. but nowhere in the oh, show. Oh, my. And on top of that, imagine this. Just, just that having the whole Wah-bah! fight scene, but with John that. Williams doesn't even have to be dual fates. The, I think that's the one I, thing. Was that not John like. Williams? No. Uh, like uh, I think that's the. One. I, I, I think, I think the no, that's definitely my biggest downside of the series. I think the music was just so mid all the way through. It never made me feel anything. For sure. Um. Like you typically come away, no matter the Star Wars movie, with like hey, at least that soundtrack. Yeah. Well, banger. just just yeah. like at some points in Star Wars, they'll do like a, they'll show Luke and they'll do like Luke's theme for like two seconds. They'll be like, oh, wah, wah, wah. I mean, it's like they showed Vader like, at the end, and the Imperial theme showed up for like five yeah. seconds. But um, no, that whole the whole battle part, like that was like that's part of it too. Is like Kenobi had a lot of lows, but as with Star Wars and especially this, probably fanfare, there were some dope moments. Uh, I'd say this show had some ups, like such high peaks. I, I just wish they took the fight scene from three, completely eradicated that, and waited for Darth and Kenobi to meet at that point. I felt like it would have had a little bit more weight to it. Well, see, I think... But three needed to happen. Yeah, I think three... My problem with three was the way it was edited. It was so cornball. Same, yes. Like, it was, mm-hmm. like the editing was up there with like how they edited like the chase scene. Like you like, think a high school, you give a high schooler that scene and those yeah, like, they get, like you give two stuff, people the what... same footage and you go with the high school. Like that's what it felt like. Or maybe like they worked with what they got, but they shot it really weird. That was my problem. Like Obi-Wan being lame and not really able to fight. I think that also works better because then in six, like it's his whole travel. But for me too, it was the cringe. It's of out just of practice. Like, it, it, like there were literally points where like he was running around in that little workplace and i swear <laughs> they were just like flipping scenes to make it look like he was running and he's just running in circles I'm like, he's in a giant open place trying to like hide on a sand hill it's like what, what what is this that was my main problem with that yeah he just ran off and i was like okay 
And then he like runs off into like the opposite side of the sand dune. Like he's going to get away from Vader. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Well, and then. Uh, so I have no problem with like the actual scenes, right? Like the, right. the, 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 the concept. The direction. Yeah. The like Obi Wan, uh, you know, who's, who feels a great sense of shame. Uh, is now totally out of practice and has to fight Vader, who never, who has just always had this revenge. But I was definitely taken out by the, oh yeah, so uh, he ran from one sand dune to the other, and oh no, Vader caught him. How did he do this? Yeah. Who could I have think- saw this coming? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. And I think at first, too, the the meeting had me underwhelmed. But now seeing the finale and the series as a whole, it makes more sense. And that's why, again, I like... As a whole, I'm still pretty mid on this. Um, I think I would have rated it poorer uh, if, because like that was the problem is like one through four, three kind of got you there, but it was kind of like, what are we doing here? And then I think they did a good job five and then especially six. Of showing you what they're doing here. Right. And I think the problem was I was like, if I'd watched the series back to back on a day, maybe I would have maybe had a different feeling, but like waiting weekly. And I'm like, this is what we got this week. It was very slow. For Which sure. is why I think you put that into a two-hour movie, and the pace would be way a, better. It would have been, been a good yeah. two-hour movie. I think you cut out a lot of the filler. You keep in because, like, I think literally just like put in all the highs of this show, make that the two-hour movie, and it would have been a banger. Um, I think Disney think, Plus was like, hey, we need a series. <laughs> maybe, yeah. yeah. I, it, this is just one of those times and it's usually not the case usually the opposite but where it's like this should have been a movie like you i think you just drew it out a little too much um but i would i will say i, mean, I, I am a little scared of movies right now for star wars for some reason well yeah yeah everyone's kind of like nobody wants to touch a star wars movie right now yeah. um i am a little more positive on the series after the ending 
because I feel like five and six helped tie it up, made it a little more meaningful for me. I still don't think we needed this. Um, but I will say this: if they make a season two, I'm, I, I will be upset because like they keep saying, yeah, sure. they keep saying like it's open for a season two, and like Hayden Christensen and uh, Ewan McGregor, we want to make a season two. It Why? it either has to be Obi Wan completely separated from all of this, doing his own thing, because yeah. like, well, I think they shut the door on like a season two, like by basically like the Emperor going like, "Hey, let go of the past, bitch," and he's like, "All right." Well, that's Sorry. what I'm saying. Like, Palpatine just like, "Hey, you still mad that dude's awesome, you bro?" Like, no, no, no. <laughs> if they do a season two, it needs to be like Mando he's season so one, awesome. where it's just random adventures every episode because. Like, I feel like we now have the closure to A New Hope. If he meets Darth Vader again, I feel like that's going to, like, squander what what we just, you know, did. Yeah, so if you're going to do a season two, c- disconnect them. But because, like, I, I think at this point you did what you did. You, you, you closed it. I feel like we got a happy little, like, okay, this makes sense. I see where everything went. I think a season two will ruin it. Um yeah. But I do think this is one of those times where I had to wait to see the entire thing um, for yeah. me to feel a little bit better about it. I really enjoyed the highs. Like like we said, there were really good highs, but there were really low lows. Um, and yeah, overall, I'm a little more positive on it after the finale. Um, it's like, I, I, I think if you're a Star Wars fan now, I would recommend it, having seen the whole thing. But also to Especially just know, if you're a prequel fan. Yeah, you're gonna have some Star Wars I cheese. Recommend. I thought really the the Wars flashback cheese. scene to where they're training was really sick. Like I thought that was cool. I wish yeah. we got a little bit more of that. Honestly, I hate to be like, ah, oh, give us more of the old stuff. But like, it would have been cool to like maybe set set a, give us some. Oh. I understand the like the logistics of that too. You know, I was waiting so for much. it. Popped off. I can't believe they got um, Liam Neeson. That was sick. Oh yeah, they actually got Liam Neeson. I was like, Holy yeah, I was shit. sitting there. I was like, God, that would be sick. And I, I mean, it felt the funny thing too is like the end of the series, last couple minutes was like fanfare, fanfare. Yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you made it this far, right? I'm like, I would have, I would have taken six episodes of that. Um, but like, um, I don't know, Pete. Like, and I really liked the finale. Um. It was great especially because like even just the fight like that's what the more you break it down it's so interesting because he and obi-wan fight again right and now this time obi-wan's like got like he's back in touch with the force and as people point out it's ironic that well first off <laughs> um thank god uh darth vader didn't say he had the high ground again um <laughs> and he squandered it again what is he doing but um, the reason Ewan McGregor like fully touches back in the Force and um, becomes one with it is because, ironically, the thing that pushes him in the moment he's under the Rebel is finally accepting emotions. Because the whole time in the whole series, um, he Jedi, was so strict like, with the totally. Jedi way and stuff like, yeah, like, don't use your feelings, which is why he was always kind of repressing Anakin, saying like, hey, like stop using your feelings in the fight. We even saw it, you know, in that flashback. But the whole point, he was always repressing it, but then realized like what was fueling Darth Vader, for instance, was emotions, but it were negative emotions. 
And in this case, Obi-Wan was using positive emotions to fuel him, like love. Um, positive affirmation. Friendship. Yeah, like wanting to protect others, like that kind of stuff. And he let that flow through him. Um, and then the f interesting thing is, as people were talking about, so after, uh, after the... Because this is when they got real deep, and I was like, I'd never paid this much attention. Was um, after the Duel of Fates with... Um, who Jim calls it, Darth Maul, um, he sees Qui-Gon die, and then he lets his emotions take the better of him and, you know, slices up Darth Maul. And then after that, he adopts and only uses Form 3. And this is when I was like, okay, this goes deep. And Form <laughs> 3 is like that, like, typical, like... Defensive form. Right, where he does a little hand. Yeah, so apparently it's the defensive stance. And it's all about counterattacks, waiting for the right moment to attack, no offense, that kind of stuff. That's what he's adopted because what he realizes otherwise his emotions get the better of him. So at the start of this fight, he does the same thing. He does his form three. But once he comes out the rubble, he uses form five, which is ironically the exact same stance that Anakin used in Revenge of the Sith against Obi-Wan. But now he's using positive emotions to go on the offensive. Uh, I thought that like the little details that like at first you wouldn't. It's really like know. you said. There's got to be a, uh, a middle ground between Sith and Jedi. You know, they're both two extreme views of the Force. Well, we do. We do. I, I, I'm, I think the thing that irks me is we still play, the, play it like it's such taboo. It's like in the first, in, in the original movies, bro, that's, that's, that's the whole thing Luke realizes. It's like, it's not about like never having emotion. It's about it's about using your emotion for the right things. And every single Jedi is like, uh, well, emotion kind of bad, actually. Uh, it's like, bro, oh my God. What is, is, is anyone going to figure out that like the answer is I fight for my friends and to protect my friends. And they need anime. You know what? what? <laughs> yeah, where they need anime. Whereas it's like, no, fighting is so bad. And those emotions are gonna make me weak. But Whereas, like, bro, but, but it's like it's literally like, why can't you? Why can't you guys just like tap into the power of fucking friendship? I am waiting for you. Guys. <laughs> like, it is so simple. Every anime does this. It's literally the power of friendship. Let's get it together, guys. Let's. I think let's, it's let's. It's also good though because it also makes them like fallible rather than just like the jedi are always the best and they do everything right and it's good versus oh, evil for sure yeah, yeah yeah and but i agree like i think too like it it's almost become like I, a religion thing over the the yes. thousands of years where like i think in a post jedi society people should start figuring out hey because i mean at this point everyone knows all right the jedi sucked because well, like they were not great my biggest argument and people bring this up and see this is part of the whole moral ambiguity thing of the Jedi. Obi-Wan still doesn't kill Darth Vader when he could right there, right? And yeah. so he thinks he's doing, like, he's taking the path of uh, mercy or whatever. Right, right. and right. like, not letting the get My dude, are you going to tell me that knowing what Darth Vader's going to do now? Yeah, he blows up Alderaan in a couple years. Right, so like, you, you know. spared one life and didn't let that so that he could kill billions. And so, like, he wouldn't know what Darth Vader's going to do in the future. Okay, you know, we've got to... We, but we know what he's going to do. Like, but, like, he wants I to think that's the part of it. But, like, it wasn't, democracy. like, 
bad storytelling that's further to prove because like the reason he then sees Qui-Gon and he's like, we've been waiting for you. Like he's finally found his way, but ironically it's still like this messed up, like um, what Anakin back in Revenge of the Sith kind of realized with Mace Windu was like the irony because Mace Windu, my boy, was like, hey dudes, Emperor Palpatine, maybe we should kill this dude. You know, He's like right here. a good Let's means to an end. With. Right. Like, yeah, we're Jedi, but also like not killing him. This is a bad idea. It makes Windu had it right. You know, Obi Wan should just done a little zoop and then been like, oops. Because he goes back and he's like, we're both free. Yeah, but the, the universe ain't, the galaxy ain't, brother. And I get why he didn't do it. And that's the whole point of like the, like the Jedi still have this really warped sense of like, yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad you feel better about yourself, my dude. But um, tell that to the next eight Death Stars. Um, I, can, I can almost understand with Obi-Wan because killing Vader would do nothing, ultimately. Because the big bad is Palpatine. I mean, I agree. Right? Like, it, like you kill Vader, okay, well, Palpatine will just... Palpatine's like, oh, no. Well, there goes my beater. Uh, I, I would, I would set him back dirty. until he can clone himself two million more times. God, we don't talk about we don't talk about the sequels. They didn't have. I it. was sitting there looking at the hologram, like thinking about what like episode the nine did. And I'm to like, make... like wait. ah man, looking back to, I mean, here's like um, I kind of talked about like Joey and I kind of talked about it, and that's just what I kind of realized is like. Stars is always going to be cornball. Um, there has some cool spectacle points. They have some stuff, but like loopholes and cheesy, that's going to be there. And like the prequel series, for instance, like when you when people first watched it, and a lot of people still do, are like pretty whack. But if you just go in there, like, hey, this is fun. And this new trilogy, you know what? I might go back and watch it, and this time I can ignore all that stuff. I'm just like, ooh, Star Wars, pew, pew, pew. Because otherwise, yeah, episode nine comes in, and I'm like, well, what? Why? All yeah, of this. I just, hope, I just hope we never see episode 10. Just do something. Like I, like you said, is this the last we see of the Skywalker saga? I pray. That dude, is. give me like, nice of the old Republic, dude. Like, now now you, you've given us what we wanted. Now, like, give us what we don't want. Oh, like, but that's one more thing I want to talk about, too. Um that like we saw when Obi-Wan and Darth Vader were fighting again was um yeah Obi-Wan hasn't he's like has been in the touch with the force for like 10 15 years and out of it but he's still able to take him on because part of it too is Anakin's only been in the suit you know last time they fought he wasn't in the suit and they also showed that in the choreography which I think is a cool way to tie it into the old trilogy um where like fighting was stiffer, but um, it seems like they they'd almost made that purposeful and that they wanted to show that like Darth Vader is stiff right now because he's no longer jumping like he yeah. was Anakin Skywalker and flipping. He can't do that anymore. Whereas Obi Wan is still kind of doing some of the spectacle stuff, and that like is almost the end of the uh, prequel series fighting uh, because moving forward you have Darth Vader and then. Not many Jedi, but an interesting dichotomy too of showing like 
just how different things and then that's why moving forward to like everything seems so much slower and grounded because is what it is but um no I, I dug that like i did not want them to like all crazy stuff right. like in episode three because they're not at that prime anymore like i wanted to see like what we saw like which was still great choreography i thought well then like, seeing obi-wan finally two pulling out force and like just like force I mean, pushing in and the earth bending let's like oh hey ray does that for fun all right ray does that for absolute fun all right she literally does that in the first time she uses the force so i'm not impressed you, you just got to take each one in a in a vacuum but yeah like that like seriously literally that last episode and especially the conference like that redeemed a lot for me i was like for sure that was like what i was hoping for for like the fanfare the redemption this is the connection we have between the two like literally that those scene that you know it was cut in between sequence. but that entire sequence like justified the whole thing like why didn't we just have that that was sick same i agree it was super dope and then finishing out with the speech and then the the audio stuff oh that was good that's good yeah i really I, I didn't know james earl jones was still doing darth man that dude is still going respect to james earl jones a legend well, and some people point out they're probably using similar technology to what they did with Mark Hamill to make him sound younger. Mm -hmm. um, like when he did. Uh, I mean, Vader technology at this point, it, like, or CG, I don't even like what you would call that. Uh, some form of CGI or something to make their voices younger, but AI or something. But yeah, it was awesome um, that. Because I figured cool. he's like 91. I figured he'd be uh, like doing like something or like couldn't do it anymore or something no but there's a way um so yeah like start of the series was real rough for me but a uh, strong finish and that's yeah. my take uh well okay so what would you guys like score it i guess or put it on like your star wars tier list i guess uh, tier list i have no idea probably rate it like three and a half out of five stars I feel like I somewhere I'd put it. I would say, I would say I would give I would give it like an eight for me. Um, I would say the early on episodes was very slow. It was a, it was a pretty hard seven. Yeah, the um, ending. But I think the last like what kind of the fun? last two episodes were just like the last episode was like a ten for me. Sam, so uh, it really peaked at the end, uh, which is good. I mean, if it didn't peak at the end, that would have been like, what the fuck? Which is a nice yeah, change, because well, as we talked about with, like, Marvel shows and stuff right now, they're having for trouble. For sure, they it. don't know how to end it. But this one was like, beep. Yeah, that one was, it, it was just, it, it just, like, kept going. And, like, I honestly found myself emotional at the end when, like, him and Leia are talking at the end. And I love, and then I actually laughed. Hello I there. lulled. I lulled in one of the episodes. I normally didn't lull at all during their comedy during this. But when he was like, I give you this holster. She would have wanted you to have it. She's like, it's empty. It's like, I'm not going to give you a blaster. <laughs> like it was, it was just really funny. And that's when I was like, this layer kicks ass. I did get a chuckle at the, uh, hello there. When he, when he, <laughs> that, that was like the ultimate fan. Film. Yeah. Like, that I was like, was, Oh my God. And I was that there one for was it. like the confetti like, pole. Like, <laughs> like that one. I was like, if they'd done like the, I have the high ground again, Obi-Wan, I would have been like, all right. The hello there, I was like, that was tasteful. That was funny. Okay, you got me. 
take it. Um, I do mine out of like 10. I'd give it like a seven and a half, like a C plus, you know, like very above. I'd say like above average, uh, better than what I liked with Boba Fett. But I also didn't hate Boba Fett as much as the next guy. Um, but yeah, very just solid. I'd recommend it for any kind of Star Wars fan, especially if you like like one, two and three, which I'm sure at this point you're watching. But like for a casual person who doesn't really like Star Wars, are you missing much? Like I, I like with when it comes to like Mandalorian, that's a show where I'm like, even if you don't like Star Wars, go watch the Mandalorian. Like, but I think about it. I do think that it would help if you were to show no, somebody's never seen Star Wars and you're like, okay, start with uh, Phantom Menace or whatever, and they start from the prequels and go through. I actually think I would tell them to stop from Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope and watch this now because you might be like, hey, like you, you can probably skip like episode two and four, like you'd probably have some points, but like, yeah, I honestly think that little bit at the end there helps tie in so Enhances much. Enhances it, and then ironically helps a new hope with a lot of stuff normally that would have kind of felt out of place i think it, it actually helps bridge that a little bit so um so yeah more positive about it now that it ended it it was definitely the first couple of weeks where it's like what are we doing here uh, well i don't know and I don't like know. you said i'd rather have it end that way than just be like it was yeah. great all the way up until the ending like yeah. i feel there's like so many series right now other than the yeah. boys, that is just a fucking ride right now. Um, I'm, boys does fuck. I haven't caught up on that because it's like video games. It's like there was nothing to watch. And then they drop Kenobi, Miss Marvel, Peaky Blinders, Umbrella Academy, The Boys. Uh, I think there's like something else all in like the same time. And I'm like, I. You think we're in that like content thing we talked about like years ago that. In 2020 and 2021, we were not going to have any new content. And at some point, we were going to have this plethora of content that everybody just had after the pandemic. Feels like it. Because then, although not so much with movies. I know movies. Because I feel like a lot of those, they went to either pictures or delayed. Like, we haven't had a huge... I don't know. Uh, it feels like with shows, at least, though, yeah, it's... There's definitely a good influx right now. Did you see the Jurassic Park movie, Blue? I have not. And okay. I don't really have a feel, like a like an urge to. Yeah, you're not missing much. Oh, did you guys see it last week? Yeah, we we I saw it. We both saw it, like, alone. <laughs> he went by himself, and I went by yeah, myself. Yeah, because my, Claire's like, uh, no, I'm good. I don't need to see that. And I should have taken her advice. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like 11 o'clock, and I was like, I'm going to go see a movie. She's like, what movie? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, I will fall asleep in the theater. Uh, I almost did fall asleep in the theater. Because like like this, for instance, with Kenobi, it's done. I can look back and I'm a little fonder on it. Like, okay. Yeah, I can now look I, back fondly on this. Yeah, and like, okay, these moments, like they had good payoff. And like, okay, I didn't like this, but now seeing it as a whole, okay. Looking back in Jurassic Park, nope, still hate it as much as when I went out of the theater. Not as much as we hate Ark Survival, though. Oh, and we found that out. I did see a comment. Apparently, Rob, like the girl that shows up in the third, was a thing in the second. I guess it had been so long, I, but but also that that went through my through but also over my head. Like, had I been like, ah, yes, that would not have changed the movie really for me. No, not at, at all. all. I mean, more dinosaurs, man, and stop 
with this. All right. Just stop. Overplayed, man. But, but keep this. Keep this. <laughs> well, no, no. Now he's four and five. Oh, which, what does four and five look like? like? That's like when he like like hit his helmet and was all offensive and like attacking Vader on the back. Because uh, he went with an offensive stance. What is form one, two, four, and are there more? I don't know. But it was pretty interesting. Reading uh, everybody break it down. I'm like, ah. There's well. a lot of forms, Mr. Bird. There's a lot of forms. Yeah, I'm like, ah. Who knew? Um. So I do want to go back. Uh, Joey sent us that list because I tried to like go back. I'm like, okay, well, I want. I've heard Rebels is really good and Bad Batch and like part of the Clone Wars. So I'm like, I'm gonna go back to animated Clone Wars. I only ever saw the first like two seasons. Yeah, I'm gonna Woof. try it out. I couldn't get through the first season, so instead he gave me like an anime filler list. Essentially, he's like, hey, just watch these. I'm like, that's perfect. This is exactly what I needed. So now I'm gonna go back and watch those. Yeah, I never watched any of the Rebels. I think it was in that weird teenage point in my life where I was like, that shit's a cartoon, bro. I'm a, I'm fucking old now. I'm like, a part-time cashier at Circle K. <laughs> yeah, I'm a part-time cashier at Circle K. I'm not watching that snowflake, all right? So, Don't you ever. Um, uh, yeah, yeah so. About my mug. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up, it's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool, and I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash GG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, if you're listening here or moving forward, you might have jumped a little forward to be safe. No more spoilers. You are free. You are free. You are no in spoilers. safe waters. Now you can binge it all like you planned on doing, I guess, if that if you haven't watched it to this point. Um, speaking of TV shows, we didn't get to this last week because I think it was a topic. 
but um, evidently announced and are planning a Jon Snow sequel. You guys see that? <sighs> Part of me is like hyped because like I did like where it ended with him. I think it's cool that he's at the wall. You know, you could do something cool with it. Well, he, well, he's he's the king of the north. Now. You he's could north, also Freeman, fuck north. it up. You could also just destroy it even more. See, I don't know yet if I'm excited because I need to see the new HBO Game of Thrones. The House of Dragons. Because it's so hard to say, like, if, if this is going to be their own story, right? And they're not going off a template. And so the pacing and narrative is consistent. What will that look like? I don't know. So I don't know how to feel yet. Um, I mean, I love Kit Harrington and Jon Snow. So let's see what they could do, I guess. But like, until I see the House of Dragons, for instance, I don't know yet if it's a good or a bad thing. But yeah, it's interesting I, I, that that's where they're going. I'm, uh, I'm not scared, but I am worried. Because I love Jon Snow and like, give me more of him. Like, I'm all about that. She's my queen. Um, but yeah, they really butchered it. Like, I mean, I would, I almost just said I would rather have a Jamie prequel, but he got smushed by the ceiling. Um, Still. and he, his character got absolutely no other character got more done dirty. Yeah, did he was, he was up there with, uh, like, he was even better redemption arc than like TV. Vegeta, dude. Like, yeah, I was about was to pop there. off. Yeah, he truly had like a great arc. And then they just boop. No. Because like you truly hate his character. You know, you learn to truly hate him. And then you learn to like, wow, I love this guy. And then and then the the writers are just like, yeah, what if all that character development didn't matter? And it's like, holy shit, man. You guys suck. (laughs) Yeah, it was and then like the whole time it was happening at the end, and I was like okay, this is a ruse, right? Like, he just, he's gonna, and then I kept, I don't think this is, oh my God, no, this, uh, no, oh uh, no. What have you done to my boy? But, uh. Um, I was like, oh my God, they, these guys are just, don't know how to write. Hey. I don't know if they ever did. But who has a better story than, oh my God. I still look back at that Never little, mind. That little sentence. Oh, yeah, when he's like... Who but who has better, a better story or whatever then? Then the dude that's supposed to never have any, like, power or anything like that because that's, like, his whole, like, character. Like, yes, you mean? I guess I'll take it. Yeah. You will be the hand of the king, and that'll be your punishment. So that's why I was like, okay, if we're gonna go to anything, at least it's Jon Snow. I'll take that bit. Um... But yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested again. Once I see like season one, House of Dragons, I'll then base whether I'm excited for a Jon Snow sequel or not. Um, Because I imagine it will be done in a similar fashion. Um, And speaking of movies, TV shows, entertainment, apparently the Avengers Endgame director went on the record to say that he wants to see Chris Evans as Wolverine. But well, you can't do that. That's like, fun. But like, hey guy, how stop it? But how is he? 
because I'm assuming it would be they would throw them in the universe, right? But then yeah, maybe maybe it's like a a different universe type of thing, like um um what's the word I'm looking for? Like what if? Yeah, or no, like he's part of section or planet 615 and they take him from their world and they need him for the see, it's just gonna be so confusing and nearly impossible to disassociate him in a marvel movie as wolverine where captain america existed as not captain america i think at that point just get a different actor um i think that's just so bizarre that that's like the route and I mean, that's just him saying it. I, I, who knows if that, but like, is that really what? Yeah. Are there people, people want? that want that? Uh, maybe. I, I don't. I don't think I do. And no. I'll be honest too, until we eventually get a new Wolverine, it's so hard to picture Whoever anyone. Yeah. But that's Hugh not Hugh Jackman. So like, I'm even trying to picture Chris Evans as Wolverine. I'm like, not Hugh Jackman. But I just need to see it because it's like the same as, you know, when we're 70 and they've rebooted the Marvel Universe four times and it's a new Iron Man, I'll be like, yeah, it's not Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Grandpa, he's like a thousand years old now. Yeah, I'll be, we'll, we'll be watching like the original Avengers and it'll be like spaghetti westerns to our grandkids. Like, oh my God, granddad, really? Civil War again? again. Yeah, oh. This was a classic. <laughs> Those are so cringe. Those have not aged well. Uh, they really have not. I'm sure, yeah, we'll look back and uh, newer generation, yeah, we'll look at it as if it was like, I don't know, some trash, but hey, it's our trash. Um, other couple uh, stories, unless she has anything. Um, DICE announced that they have no plans to make non-Battlefield games right now, which generally I'd be like, unremarkable, okay, whatever, of course not. But their excuse is because we're so busy working on Battlefield. And everyone's working on Battlefield. And I feel like that's not what you want to say right now. Because doesn't that game suck? Yeah, because like, wait, so that's all you've been... And that's... ooh, Like, like that's I, what you're doing? Yeah, I feel like they were maybe trying to be like, ha-ha. But in reality, it's like, that's not... Eh, no, that's... It's like, I don't think anyone cares right now. <laughs> Because, like, I think, too, there's a new thing. It's like, they're already working on the next battlefield. It's like, know. you should have started working on the... You should have started working on five. Like, I don't know if they have any goodwill left to, like... Most of their... I mean, they still have some copium users. It's pretty funny to go on the Battlefield 2042 subreddit uh, just to see some people huffing copium. Um, but it's just like, what, what happened, man? We're we're still we're working on the next battlefield game. So where were you so where was that work on twenty forty two guys? Yeah, why didn't you even release a full battlefield? And you're already and apparently it's game. it's already a skeleton crew. Because like they legally have to like do the season one thing and then at least from reports, whatever, it's a skeleton crew now and then once that's it, like that they're, they're cutting support. To go to the next one because guys, this one will be different. Even though this is exactly what they did with like Battlefield Five, except that one had a little bit of a longer run, and they actually made it good at the end. But it's just well, a good thing we can we can rely on Infinity Ward like our good old days, and Modern Warfare Two is probably going bang. I'm hoping them. so. Um, 
Modern, Modern Warfare... Warfare... Modern Warfare did exactly what COD 4 did back in the day. It just changed the way people perceive first-person shooters, like how good they can be. Well, and then it, it got me back in, like, the, the COD bug. I'm like, sick. And then the next two Same. are like... I was, I was literally thinking about what games am I excited for? And it's like, I'm not excited for a lot. You know, I don't get excited for a lot of games these days because I'm so used to devs letting me down. And so, like, when I think about it, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm excited for Modern Warfare 2. I know. <laughs> it's 10 years ago all over again. But it's like, because uh, the problem, too, is sick. all the, the Call of Duties. From Halo 3. Uh, all the Call of Duties after Modern Warfare felt like budget modern warfare and it's like what do we you guys aren't even like i was thinking like modern warfare showed like oh shoot they can actually iterate and uh improve and as long as they build upon this moving forward this will be sick but then every other game just felt like they're like shoot um they really like modern warfare how can we like make our game like it but also feel like it's a watered down version so now it's like okay it's modern warfare 2 i w back at it again I'm hopeful um, because frankly that popped off. And then Warzone was sick because it was using the mod. Like there's a reason it didn't use any of the other engines or any or games. They like threw some of the weapons in, but it was a banger. So I'm, I am cautiously optimistic. That's good. Being cautiously optimistic, I think is always the safe thing. Which I can't do about many games these days. I'm now not cautious. I'm optimistic about Scarlet and Violet. Uh, ever oh. since that most recent trailer we saw. Uh, what else am I optimistic about? I'm, I'm always hyper-Pokemon. That kind of helping. single-handedly, I was actually low on my hyper-Pokemon, and RC single-handedly got me back on my Pokemon bullshit, so... Stonks back up. Oh, God of War Ragnarok. Oh, for sure, yeah. Oh. Excited yeah. about that one. Um, and Thor Ragnarok. Oh, not, not a video game, but yeah. That's not a game. But I'm just but saying, I am like, excited for it. Um, what else is coming out? Got to be something. I mean, it's a meme, but I'm excited for Overwatch too. Um, I just uh, I'm not excited that I'm gonna be at TwitchCon when it comes out. Like that was. I like, hope it gets delayed. Like I pray. The re like, I'm not excited about Overwatch two because it's Overwatch two. Uh, I'm excited that hopefully, content. well, the content, but uh, that the game is fun again. Like, just, I don't know, Overwatch for the first year, year and a half was just fun, and then everything started changing in metas, and then it just stopped being fun. So if they can just get that ghost. back, and being able to play with all you boys again, because, like, everybody's suddenly having fun and excited about it again. That's what yeah. I'm excited about, frankly. Um, and Yeah, of course, like, custom game shenanigans and whatnot, but... um. Um, there are Ghost of Tsushima sequel rumors, but I mean, that'll be years. Um, <laughs> that like game we, is so sick. If it is I coming out, we game. might get a teaser next year for like two years from then release. Because there was like a news article like, rumors of a new open world stealthy game from Sucker Punch Studios. I'm like, the Ghost of Tsushima 2. No. <laughs> so I'm like, Ghost of Tsushima 2. Right, okay. I would hope so. If they want to oh, make another Christ. game... Go for sure. it, especially if they want to like scale up their thing. But please, please give me ghosts too, please. 
I loved that game. I loved throwing chimes, but then I had the buff where it was like uh, the chimes blow up in a toxic poison. Uh, it was just OP. That was one of the few games because I usually also just always forget, but where I like purposely made a point to use like every tool throughout the game and different times, not just approach it the same way every single time. It was really fun. Um, I'm not a gamer like that. You're different. You're cut from a different cloth. Well, I, I'm usually not. Like that's the that's the point, but I like I made a point this time. Um, we have a Q and A if we just want to move on to that. Well, I was thinking of uh, other games. Games. Uh, well, lastly though, we move on to. I did not realize we're so late. Uh, Destiny Two DMCA abuser was revealed to be. Oh, oh, oh I saw that. Crazy to me. Yeah. The so if you didn't know Destiny Two. A couple like a month ago or two months ago, there were these huge copyright claims strikes against. Did you like, get? Did you get striked? I didn't get striked. No, okay. um, probably because he doesn't view me as a D two content creator. <laughs> um, went around like striking people and getting their like things taken down and monetization, blah blah. blah and people were like, what is this? Because it was like the music in Destiny. And Bungie's like, this ain't us. Like we don't know what this is. So then it came out. Uh, to be this Destiny 2 YouTuber, I don't know his name, I'm not going to bother saying it, um, who went around and was doing this purposefully. Um, Did you read, like, the court document at all? Mm -mm. So I read a little bit of it because I was fucking bored. Uh, and, like, by read, I mean this... All right, like, let me... <laughs> yeah. So there was... So the first thing I saw about it was this Discord message from the guy... Uh, who was doing it basically going like i can't believe this is happening oh like, i did see that anybody yeah. that just means anybody can do it type of thing and then so i look at the court document bro and they have evidence like they they got this guy in a corner like basically he he got like he was like a destiny youtuber and putting that is lightly he would take the original soundtracks extend them type of thing and then post them on his channel so all it would be was like destiny 2 uh cabal theme you know so it would just be like the cabal theme playing and one of his videos got dmca'd or something like that and he was mad about it so he made an email called like blah 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 like tim johnson c csm and csm is like the copyright studio that owns the music or something like that so then he just started going around bouncing channel to channel uh just claiming videos um and then started and then he made like another burner email that was like another csm one and was just c continuously taking them down and they had like in a court document like 128 clauses and what that basically means is like every clause is just like something that is important to the case essentially uh and dude they and then like at the end when like they break down all their clauses then they break down like what charges like that they think uh warrant these things and it is a whole bunch of things well, and man. he's getting sued for 7.6 million yeah you're fucked you're That's fucking and then to go on like bankruptcy. discord and like to go on to other platforms and be like i'm a victim too guys like but I mean, it sucks. It's good to see them take action against them. And I wish other people on YouTube who essentially do this, but just not for Destiny, would well, also be punished. But we haven't talked about it at all. Have you guys seen like the Ant Man Act thing Man. going on? Yeah. Oh, Hacker Man. What is it? Again? Act Man. Act Man. 
that shit is insane. Quantum TV and stuff. And that stuff is like, it's not a like a user problem. This is like a YouTube problem. Like this is like, it's like YouTube's not even following their own guidelines or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And like, it's so weird that like Bungie, an outside company, like takes this stand, but the platform itself that is literally dealing with almost the exact same thing takes the absolute, absolute, like, opposite approach to it uh and that that whole thing is just crazy like could you imagine like false do you have any copyright claims christian on your channel or strikes on your no. channel no um i i there's like i mean um i haven't gotten striked i've gotten claimed there's like a couple like okay. for instance i've done like a you laugh you lose and then mm-hmm. people just claim the videos and that. And I was like, okay, yeah. And then there was like, um, I did this like anime uh, rhythm game. Oh, I remember uh, that game. You liked that game. Yeah. And then it got claimed by the artist. I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. So I've gotten yeah. claimed. And that just means like, I don't make money. The money that that video makes goes to whatever. And it's like, I can't dispute that because, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I've used their co- yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But no, I've never gotten a strike. Like not even like a false strike or anything like that on your channel. I think one, several years ago, um, that turned into nothing. Yeah, and thankfully I had a YouTube contact and I was able to like get it um, cleared up pretty quick because that it was a misunderstanding kind of thing. But um, no. yeah, I, I just I, I thought that could be brought up too because I just thought that was crazy. Because it sounded about the same as what's going on with this Destiny. To call him a YouTuber is kind, you know? Yeah. He literally just ripped music and put it on his channel. Um, all right, let's rapid fire some uh, Q&A here. Questions. Um, all right. Uh, first question here is from Estra. It says, I'm aware of fruits, injuries, and such, but have any of y'all tried kickboxing? And if y'all haven't, would you ever be interested? Uh, uh no uh i've never I, I tried kickboxing i've never tried like a physical sport like that or like i don't even know if that's the right word of saying like um I've, I've just never tried a sport like that so uh no um I, I i'm i'm little i'm not very toned i'm not very built uh and Getting punched in the fucking face and kicked in the fucking face does not seem like a good time to me. So, no. It's never interested me, ever. Kickboxing, Mr. Fruit? I've never done it, never been interested. I don't know, that stuff really. Like, uh, maybe like tai chi or something but like you know kickboxing wrestling boxing no that ever did it for me um stredrin uh says do you guys think video games help develop develop mental and physical skills stay sweet yep yeah that's a big agree i people tell me all the time man you have such good hand-eye coordination and i was like Thanks. I kick I, I kick the shit out of bosses in FF14, baby. <laughs> that parsing, baby. And like I do notice I have some pretty nutty hand eye. Like 
like something will drop and I'll catch it just out of the corner of my eye. And my exactly. and like my parents will be like, Yo, what the fuck, dude? And I'm just like, what? Yeah, yeah just, I play video games. Like, I play video, but no joke. Like, I I would not have the hand eye coordination I do if I didn't play so many video games. Yeah, if it's like in terms of like physical hand eye coordination is the only thing that I could really like think about. But like, for sure, I had I've had decent hand eye coordination even before like I played video games or really like uh like played video games. But like mental for sure, like uh, I remember like being a kid solving like the Ocarina of Time dungeons and stuff like 100%. that. Like yeah. that shit really like makes you think. And like I attribute a lot of like my puzzle fascination and just like just mechanics and all that kind of stuff to Ocarina of Time because I would literally play that all fucking day. Uh, and it was like super fun and taught me a lot of things, even though as a kid, you're just kind of running around the Deku tree forever, but like beating that and just starting with the Deku tree and then all the, getting all the way to the, like the water temple, which is like the, one of the most not hard, but just monotonous puzzles, uh, in, uh, Ocarina of time that uh, it taught me so much in terms of just like problem solving and you know uh reading you know and reading and trying to stay up to all that kind of stuff uh even though i didn't i just press a you know but yeah i, I would attribute a lot of mental uh to yeah i, I never played wee bowling and go and bowl to 300 <laughs> why do you come in here knock this out and then run away why so yeah hey, dude. uh yeah no i mean it's been proven not like well, even just almost any game, um, but there are certain certainly specific games too that uh, stimulate mental growth uh, in different avenues uh, pretty well. Physical coordination or like physical benefits are pretty limited to like something, you know, like uh, hand-eye coordination. It's not like, yeah, my uh, stamina, I can run a marathon now. It's not I got quite a fucking six-pack. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it does. Uh, it can really help. Mental acuity, all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, a lot of it's used. There are a lot of games, specifically more like puzzle and specifically made games though, that are used to help either combat certain uh, like degenerative uh, mind uh, diseases and whatnot. Uh, pretty powerful. Alba says hi, by the way. Hi, Alba. Hello, always. Dude, he's gotten so big. Like, check this. You full-grown cat. You That's big a bear cat bar. Dude, it was weird. Like, uh, I'll have to show you guys. I'll put it in the creator chat or something. Um, We took a picture with him, like, three weeks ago. And then I took a picture with him today, like, in the same kind of, like, position. And in like, the, in, like, the three weeks, he has just, like, absolutely exploded in size. I'll put it in the uh, the main chat in uh, in the Discord. But he... He literally, like, I think went from, like, six pounds all the way up to, like, uh, ten in, like, literally a day. Or literally, like, three weeks. Like, you you won't believe the pictures I put in there because it, I just, I, I can't believe it. He's just gotten so big. And he's so sweet. Um, Goo Boy says, howdy, everyone. Which uh, sandwich wins the ultimate sandwich off? PB&J, grilled cheese, a chicken and salad, or egg salad? Oh, dude, grilled cheese is just, 
too good for me. Ah, oh, that's cheating. I don't really, I don't really like most of those. Or is it? Was there PB and J in there? Yes, there was. Was there an egg, egg, egg salad? Egg salad. Um, my mom makes a pretty good egg salad. Uh, take out like that's the, disgusting. You know, like relish or something. Take that out. But yeah, just like you take like hard boiled eggs or something. And you kind of like throw some vinegar or something. You do that. Throw it on that. Put on some toasted bread. I like that. But the rest, not no. I mean PB and J. Yeah, I'm I'm PB and J. I I will say I definitely eat PB and J the most out of all of those. But like, if you offer me a grilled cheese, I'm gonna be like, yep. Uh, got a question here from Pot. Uh, the only thing I do with grilled cheese, though, is I have to be eating it with tomato soup. Tomato soup just elevates it. Uh, stop, bro. Uh, Pot says, hey, Rob, I got to know, for the Manscaped ads, are the ball sack your boy puns, all the stuff slid in there, or all those things they have said in the ad? It's a mental flashbang whenever I hear sweaty sack summer or let that bulge breathe. No, uh, that is not coming from my head. Uh, that is all on there. But it does say, like, like, don't read verbatim or something like that. Like, make it personal. I just read what they give me. And if it says sweaty, sweat, sweaty, sweaty sack summer, I'm saying sweaty sack summer. Like, uh, but no, those those puns are all in there. Unfortunately, they do not come from my head. Uh, Zaws, this is an Obi One question. Uh, okay, so we we talked about that basically. He's just asking about the Kenobi episodes. Uh, Glade. Says, hello, mates. I know at least Rob is watching season three of The Boys. And my question is, do you feel like watching it is almost making other shows, movies seem less exciting due to the lack of blood and guts? Um, I wouldn't say it's even the blood and guts that make yeah, it, the show's the feeling. It's the writing. That show is just awesome. Like, the Boys I, have no blood and guts. I think the blood and guts just add to the how ridiculous the show is. Yeah. And it's not, and like the blood and guts definitely add to the ridiculous, but like the show is already so ridiculous that I'm not like, oh, this show would suck without blood and guts. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm in love with the show. I know Christian would probably say the same thing along the lines of like, yeah, it's not even the blood and guts, it's the writing, it's the, it's the, the tension. Like, Oh, and this last, the latest episode, dude, Herogasm, take away all like the weird sex things and all that. That sh episode fucking bangs. No pun intended. Uh, Chives uh, says, hey guys, so I've recently uh, started rewatching the Lord of the Ring movies with some of my friends and it made me want to think of more high fantasy stuff. Do you have any recommendations? I'm fine with any format, books, movies, games, etc., I'm interested in watching Game of Thrones, but I've heard so many bad things the last few seasons. Do you guys still think it's worth watching? Nope. Yes. I think Christian's still in the yes boat as well. Yep. But barely. Yep. I still think even just watching the first, like, getting the first five seasons in, regardless, are some of the best TV, I think, in entertainment ever that uh, I think it's worth it. Agreed. Big agree. Like, it's so good. First four seasons are some of the best TV in history. But you can stop, like, stop when Daenerys crosses. <laughs> That's it. 
Like that's when you stop and then just, I can't believe the show. Like, (laughs) yeah, just tell yourself, Oh man, I can't believe they stopped there. Yeah. You would have thought they'd wrap it up. Like, I felt like if they ever do a reboot, that's where they should start it from right there from that point on. And then retcon everything. Uh, Blemish uh, says, could we get some summer GG easy merch for fruit summit fundraiser? Uh, It is in the works. Yes. Yes, Mr. Fruit is currently working on something. Uh, we're, pro- we're looking into doing like a stream and stuff too, maybe. And having all the boys who are doing like, uh, who are, are planning on coming do like a, an incentive stream or something like that. I think that'd be cool and raise funds and stuff like that. And also like do some really fun content. And also be like, if we hit like this threshold, we'll do another, like I'll do a 50 Snickers challenge, you know, that type of thing. And um at a hundred dollars you know we'll do something like something that we're gonna do anyways like the soda tasting challenge where like it's just random sodas and glasses and you have to try and taste which one you think it is like and can rob really taste no difference between pep dr pepper zero and dr pepper one way to find out um question from estra says question for you all would you be willing to participate in community d2 events in house fruit clan stuff i'm setting up attorney soon and was curious if maybe the prize could be fight against the dream team also the watermelon fruit symbol plush ever coming back no current plans not that it won't ever um not for the foreseeable future if it does uh as for the events i don't even really play destiny yeah i don't play I, destiny i, I pretty much played like... to record and grind the weekly so i play when christian tells me to so like if uh, somebody won the tournament and we could make a video of we play house fruit members that won a tournament or something like that (sighs) and can make some content out of it sure i'll be there because christian wants to be there but i don't play destiny unless mr fruit says so (laughs) we're gonna show up basically (laughs) uh I suck at the game, so I and I would be a terrible prize. So, no, 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 no. There's no better prize than you. I do be logging in to play the story, though. The story do bang. Yeah, I just PvP like I just CBA, mate. Uh, <laughs> I felt I felt bad. Dude. I was being so toxic. I don't know why. So Cheriona or Char, I guess, sorry, uh, tweeted out uh, a picture of, like, Genie when he gets, like, his gauntlets removed uh, in Aladdin. Oh, yeah. And you were like, <laughs> was no, more, like, D2? no more Destiny? He's like, I like Destiny, frowny face. And I was like, I'm ah. being toxic. I was like, I'm being toxic. I'm sorry. Yeah, I need to need to read my me. audience. Need to read the audience. Don't mind me. Um, Orange says, hey, all, question for Blue. How are you feeling about the current ultimate uh, slash what prog points are at? Personally, I'm on part six prog and it feels super fun, but hard to get consistent and love fight all around. Thanks and love the podcast. Less than three. Uh, I never want to do an ultimate like this ever again. Uh, Wow, not having fun? No, I love it. I love it, but like... uh, Blasphemy. This is one of those fights like, I'll wait till later, you know? Like I'll wait for people to come up with all the strats. I'll wait for people to, I'll, I'll you know I'll wait I'll wait a couple months after it comes out for me to do for me to jump into it. Uh, I'm on part seven prog right now, so we're almost done with the fight. But like, I just uh, dragons was definitely the hardest to prog, just because it's so far into the fight. 
and so many of the mechs are just so bullshit. Uh, I don't know. So much, of, so much of the fight is just bullshit. Like, this would be a good encounter. How do we add something to make it bullshit? And like, they just add so much bullshit into part six that just makes it so like symbols. Lame. No, FF <laughs> actually has mechanics. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Part six was very tough. Double dragons is a hard ass phase, especially to get consistent. Uh, just because it's so random, and then the, the mortal vow passing is just so dumb. And yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I mean, we're still not always through part six consistently either, but we're on part seven right now. So hopefully, we'll we I just don't want to. I'm definitely not going to try this hard to do an ultimate on content ever again. Maybe if the ultimate is not as dick punchingly hard as this one, but this one is just. So, dude, Big this punches. is the hardest thing. This is the hardest fight I've ever, I've ever like worked on in a video game ever. Like, not even close. Not even remotely close. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, question here from question here from uh Mob says so. There's gonna be a fruit summit boxing match, right? Rob versus Fruit, Dado versus Joey, everyone versus Arios. Yeah, let's just put this out there. Christian has about uh ten pounds of muscle, it probably on me. So Arios has fifty on the rest of us. Yeah, so. but yeah, but Arios is like the mountain. Yeah, I mean, See, I, that, that, but that's what I was gonna say. Arios first, first, uh, fruit would probably be more of a fair fruit fight. Fruit is like peak optimal performance. You know, he's cut. He's Arios jacked. also has like a foot on me. I stand no chance, dude. Yeah, but Arios is like Arios is tall. I'd thank him. And he's absolutely yoked out of his mind. He would Bro. kill us. Thank you everybody for watching and or listening. We hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you didn't, sorry. Maybe like next one. Next time. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll like uh episode one thirty nine. Mm, that's a good one I've heard. Look we'll out be for here. us next week. See you then. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.